It takes money. God damn it, recount Dracula. <laughs> You're so redundant. <laughs> if you like whimsy, you're yeah. gonna like Wes Anderson. I love some whimsy. And quirkiness. Do you like quirkiness? I love quirkiness. Oh, I know. You're always all over it. I know. Maybe he just got a fuck ton of condoms and he's like, <laughs> I'm going nuts. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Insane ramblings. What's up, everybody? This is episode 74 of Insane Ramblings. I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And we have a very eco-friendly episode for you today. Indeed we do, from Ben's uh, wooden bed with his wooden chest of drawers Which... next to his wooden closet. <laughs> is, is, is that all that qualifies to be eco-friendly? You just have to I feel like that's be surrounded by wood? <laughs> yes, we're surrounded by dead, beautiful things yeah. shaped into more useful things. No, all I'm saying is that mid-show we won't suddenly start burning tyres. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that qualifies as eco-friendly in this day and age. Does it? Okay. Okay, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, For one hour, we will not fart. <laughs> well, well, I'd appreciate it, but I mean, it does sound like a lofty promise. I mean, For you, I know. It seems like that might be difficult to control. You can't... Con- no, nah, let's not go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, prior to the show, you mentioned something called Friendship Festivus. Yeah, Friendship Festivus. Basically, a friend of mine mm. and I, well, I was snooty with them and I don't like to be in a snit. With okay. anybody. Do so, you, Do you have any particular reason? You're yeah. just in a bad mood or? No, I was in a snoot with them for a good, for a reason. Like they did something to you that you didn't appreciate? Yeah, they kept making fun of me for not appreciating racist jokes and telling racist jokes in front of me to annoy me. <laughs> well, I think you should know your audience for a start. Yeah, well, at first I was like, I really hate racist jokes and told them off. And then they were like, well, I know what will annoy her. And I was like. You're really starting to annoy me with purposely trying to annoy me. Well, mission accomplished, <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's how I felt. But I was like, I don't want to be friends with you. But were they trying to get you to come around? They're like, surely there's one racist yeah. joke that she likes. If I tell her many racist jokes. I'll hit on the uh, the funniest one possible. Yeah, that, that's right. Is that the goal or they just wanted to piss you off? I thought, eh? And okay. also like to show me that. I was being ridiculous by not liking racist jokes. Okay. But the more I heard, the more I realised I don't like racist jokes. <laughs> and then I felt like they were in a snoot with me because they were trying to irritate me all the time with racist jokes. And so how did you deal with this? So I had a friendship Festivus. Which obviously relates back to the Seinfeld... Episode uh, of Festivus. Yeah, well, fake holiday. Yes, with the Festivus poll and stuff. Which is what, like George's parents' celebratory? I think, yeah, it is because one's Jewish and one's... Is that why? I can't remember why. Or neither of them are religious or something? Yeah, I think it's something like that, that they come up with their own festival because they've got different li- religions. I thought one was like, yeah, like one's a wasp. Jewish and one's Christian and one was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they came up with their own. But that might be Christmaker I'm thinking of. That's the OC version. Yeah. <laughs> so we did not have a Christmaker celebration. So you chose festivals because it's got... As part of it, the airing, the airing of, of grievances. grievances. So I said, we came to, I said, meet me at this bar. Do you want to catch up for a drink? And yeah. I said, yeah, all right. So we met at this bar and I said, thanks for coming. I've, I'm throwing a friendship festivus. And they're like, a what? Yeah. <laughs> so you said that without any prior notification of what the hell you're talking about. No. And then I said, have you seen Seinfeld? And I knew they had. So they're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I've brought you here for the airing of the grievances. Um, and you can go first. I feel like this is dangerous territory. Like if someone's saying air your grievances with me. Yeah. You're wondering which grievance to bring up? Well, Why? Do you have a grievance to air with me? Ben, welcome to Friendship Festival. Oh, my God. <laughs> what grievance would you like to air no, with so me? No, so this is like different because it's an impromptu 
airing of grievances. But if you're like, we need to meet up, that's like almost like an intervention. No, it was like just like... you've been stewing on something. I have been stewing on it. It had been going on for months and I was getting sick of it. How often are they... Every uh, time they saw me, they would make a, either a joke about how I don't like racist jokes or a racist comment directed at me. And how often would you see this person in that period of time? Once or twice a week. Okay. Yeah, it was getting, it was getting on the old nerves. Are they... Nerves, um, as they say. Are they of a different ethnicity? Like, no. are they... They're white and they're making like jokes about every race or is there one particular race that they were picking on? Every minority race, yeah. Okay. So, no, they didn't seem to be one in particular, just not the dominant one being their own. Yeah. And I was like, this is just disgusting and done to annoy me and it is really offensive. And so, you explained the concept. You've obviously got this idea. Yeah, then I said, do you have any grievances to air with me? Because I felt perhaps I had aggrieved them to... (laughs) Causes. Do they, do they well, like, it's essentially bullying at this point. But are they kind of freaking out at this point? Like, no, they seemed pretty calm. Because I said, "Do you have Do you have any issues you want to bring up with me?" Because you, because clearly you've got one of them. Well, that's what they said. Yeah. They were like, "No, I don't actually." But like, because you're like, you go first. Your mind. What if it's like they're like, "All right, well, I didn't know how to tell you this, but I've been sleeping with your boyfriend or something." I'd be like, "Well, a- now I know why you've been bullying me." For <laughs> <laughs> First it was annoying, but now I'm starting to wonder if, like, this is actually the definition of bullying. Like, I, purposely making someone feel uncomfortable. I realize every in my time you see them. Example that my grievance with you would be that you have a boyfriend. Is <laughs> not like why can't he be my boyfriend? Yeah, I'd be like, well, what's my problem? Yeah, you're attached to him is the problem. Yeah, that's right. And I would my really... grievance is I'd like it if you would leave your boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not going to do that. You haven't Please broken up stop with him. sleeping with him. <laughs> well, you're making me look like a bad friend if I'm just making that's him right. cheat. You're making me look like a bad friend yeah. to you and you're making him look like a bad boyfriend. If you would just release him. Yeah, if you dumped him and gave him to me, then we would all be in <laughs> a much Then everyone situation. would look much better. He'd look like the jilted lover. Yeah. <laughs> you would look like you dumped this amazing dude and I would have him. <laughs> Do what's right for everyone. There you go. <laughs> you can only ever think of yourself, isn't it? I know, you're always so selfish. <laughs> I know. No, so they were like, no, funny, you should ask. Do you have a grievance? And I was like... Yes. Oh, uh, now that I think about it, did I was you play like, dumb for a little bit? Nah. I just, I was like, yes, this is my grievance. Yeah. And they were like, oh, sorry, I was doing it because I thought it would make you feel more comfortable because I thought we had this thing where I could like joke about the fact that you don't like it. And I was like, we don't. It made me really uncomfortable. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And so since then, has it stopped? It has stopped, which is nice <laughs> and good because I don't have to just realize this person is like a psychopathic bully. <laughs> Because <laughs> surely if you make jokes and you know they make someone uncomfortable and that person is ostensibly your friend, you might tone it down so It sounds like they didn't know. No, they didn't. They yeah. thought that after we had that argument, they were kind of making fun of the argument by doing that. Like, ah, oh, we're friends now. And I was like, no, you're just saying racist things in front of me again. <laughs> like if you didn't. Were there other people like in witness to these jokes that were appreciating it, like that could have been encouraging it? Or you just are the one audience member giving a flat response and no. they're like <laughs> Everyone was always like This is exactly the reaction I expected. Hilarious. Yeah, it was. Everyone was like, That's strange, basically. <laughs> like sort of like there was uncomfortable laughter. Okay. But I would never say laughter, of, great laughter of appreciation. It was always like, oh, you said something and you said it loudly, so we'll just like titter because otherwise it would fall dead silent. I'll refrain from telling any racist jokes unless Thank they're you. really funny. Yeah, uh, they'll fall flat. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
So, uh, do you have any grievances with me then, Vicky? Not that I can think of. I wish you'd stop calling me crazy. Mm, you seem to call yourself crazy. Yeah, but that's different. I just reaffirm. Yeah, but like you can't. Yeah, it's like your family. Like, how do you feel about your family? Everyone says their family is crazy. Exactly. But imagine if I was like, yeah, your family's crazy. I, I don't care. I don't <laughs> well, you're a bad example because you like, don't have yeah, feelings. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, finally, someone who sees them for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everyone thinks they're so great. Yeah. And in fact, I guarantee you, if we go back through these episodes, you've said like my grandpa or my dad <laughs> or someone is crazy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. All right, fine. How about your dad? How do you feel about your dad? I mean, I like him. What, what do you want me to say? No way. I bet you've called him irritating before. Well, he, of course, but... Imagine if I called him, if I was like, oh, your dad's so annoying. You're not going to get to me this way. It's <laughs> never going to work. I'm always amazed when people want to have conversations <laughs> with my dad. So you don't find it, you wouldn't find it offensive if I was like, your dad's so annoying. No, because I would get it, 100%. Really? I would be in the kitchen or something. Yeah. And my friends or my girlfriends would Yeah, like, I like talking to your dad. Yeah, that blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about your sister? You seem to get along well with her. Yeah, what about What it? if I was like, she's annoying? Uh, but I understand how all these people could get on people's nerves. <laughs> You're like, too friendly. <laughs> no, I'm, it's, I'm too logical maybe. Is the well, because your sister's not annoying to me. Neither is your dad. I appreciate them. Well, that's the thing. If you said something that I believe to be true, then yeah. I would agree with you. Okay. And if not, I'd probably just think that you're lying. <laughs> So there's like nothing if, if you go, so precious to your you sister's that- a murderer, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, whatever. That's a weird thing crazy to say. Crazy person. Yeah, that's right. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing about you that you insult, but other people aren't allowed to. No, it'd have to be something real. What if I was like... That I maybe didn't realise or something? Mm. Or, no, what about your to- job? I often make fun it of would, you for your job. It would have to be like something that sh- my family was insecure about. Yeah. Ooh, what is it? So I can pick on it. <laughs> I don't know, maybe something that you can't change easily. Like, if my sister was overweight or something. Yeah, okay, that would be a bit And you're rough. like, she's fat, which she, she isn't. isn't. She's so a yoga instructor. Yeah, she's a babe, so it's fine. Not that I would... It's, I don't think it's fine to call anyone fat, really. Then, But then I would jump to her Defense. Age. Or, like, yeah. if she had, like, a deformity. And you're like, <laughs> what's with your sister's, like, hunchback? <laughs> that's be like, hey, that's a hunchback. That's a little she too She can't far. help that, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. was born with hunchback. What's your problem, yeah, man? She, exactly. She didn't get elective hunch surgery. <laughs> well, I didn't get elective crazy surgery. I just popped out crazy. But I don't think I've called you crazy that much. I think that it's you who was <laughs> going, am I crazy? And you And say, then I'm like, yes. you're doing something that a crazy person might do at Asking this moment. Asking if they're crazy. Well, whatever the uh, you know, uh, previous thought, example that we were talking about. Uh, sorry, I thought you meant asking if you're crazy is something a crazy person would do. Because I feel like it's not. Crazy people go on their merry way and never wonder. Yeah, that's true. Crazy people um, don't assume they're crazy. Or wonder, I don't think. Yeah, they think they are pretty sane in most cases. Yeah, I think so. That's so the so... fact that you're questioning your sanity is probably a tick in the right corner. <laughs> I'm heading in the right direction. Yeah. Keep wondering. There you go. <laughs> so what's the creepiest thing you've said trying to pick up a girl? There must be something you've said where it just fell flat. Hmm, yeah. I remember once, like, I wasn't trying to pick her up, but I guess I was just trying to be cool. Oh, I, that's that right. never works. Yeah, I can't even remember what... Because the definition of cool is not trying. 
So once you've tried, you've already violated the first but tenet I think, of cool. I think I was it's like you're to... telling someone about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was trying to not act cool. Like no, I think like I succeeded in being laid back, but I just came off as a bitch, a jerk, yeah, a bitch. <laughs> That's no mean thing <laughs> for a mid twenties guy to come across as a bitch. I would say early twenties at the time, to be well, fair. That's hard. You don't find many early twenties guys coming off as yeah. bitches. And I can't really remember what I said, but I like I think I like you know put her down a little Ooh, bit. Or she was just hurt. It might even not be her. It was you know, someone there, and I. Uh, she goes, oh, that Ben guy's a jerk. I was like, like really? I, I was standing in the door. Like, I, she clearly wasn't. Um, she said it sotto voce. Well, she knew I was there. Yeah, she was hoping you could hear. <laughs> yeah, that Ben guy's a jerk. Yeah, it was, it was I hope it's that, that other Ben. That might have been her exact. <laughs> that might not have been her exact words, but it was along those lines. Wow. And I'm like, all right, well, swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what you said? No, nah, like like I said, it was an insult oh. at someone, yeah. um, which obviously did not. Yeah, insults don't Seem play... Seem to make me as cool as I thought. No, they don't play well with me either. I don't know why dudes try them. But I think it, it was probably the kind of scenario that everyone else was, like, you know, piling on. And she was loving it. I'm like, ah. oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, you went too far, man. Nah, don't that's talk a about, hunchback. <laughs> right. Don't talk about my hunch like that. Yeah, that's your sister's hunchback, dude. You yeah. should be defending her. She didn't have hunch surgery. Jeez, you're a brother and you're not even defending her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why? Did you have a recent example or something? No. I was just wondering. You just think I'm the kind of guy who picks up. Oh, I think everyone's accidentally said something unfortunate to a member of the opposite sex. I can't think of anything I've recently done or said, but there is many, I'm sure, that I've done, and I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah, I remember one time it wasn't a pickup line. Yeah. But it was a misstep in an existing relationship. Yeah. We were at a restaurant. Me Is this the time you told your girlfriend she smelled? No, that was another time. That, <laughs> that was really unfortunate. That, she smelled like smoke, to be specific. Yeah, that was another joke that backfired. Yeah, it really fell flat. She cried. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, <laughs> I guess there wasn't much of a punchline. That no, one. I don't really know what you were aiming well, for. Well, because she she said you smell really good, and I was like, Well, you smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> Jokes on you. You smell bad. You're with a good smelling guy. And, and you stink. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe you said that. Well, in hindsight, <laughs> can I? <laughs> See, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's a prime example. <laughs> it wasn't a pickup line, but it was definitely uh, something I regret saying. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> so. I regularly go for the jokey tease and then realize it's actually... Just a tease. Gone to that person's heart. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's the kind of thing that you... Like, I could have said that on another day. And she would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes it's just hard to judge. Or I've said similar things that have gone over fine, you know? Yeah. But, yeah... You never can tell. This one incident, we were at a restaurant and we were waiting for our food to come. Same girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. And so, we were playing a game where we rate celebrities out of 10. Yeah. And so... For what? In terms of physical attractiveness only. All right. So, not flute playing ability or something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But you'd be surprised Jennifer Aniston's a 10 Oh, really? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people as flat zeros Yeah, game, a lot of zeros yeah. Few fives Mediocre yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> No, this was um, basically just Yeah, yeah So she was giving me female celebrities yeah. And I was giving her male celebrities Right, and, and she put herself in and you said one <laughs> Well, I kind of What? She said a celebrity looks just like her. Yeah. Ugh. So she. Who was it? 
Van- What's that Vanilla name? Rice? Yeah, Van- <laughs> Vanilla Rice. Vanessa Hudgens? Vanessa someone. Vanessa Carlton, I think. Oh, that's a weird choice. Because... That's like... I don't know. I just find that that's like a one-hit wonder. That's yeah. like me being like, Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> what would you rate Sir Mix-a-Lot out of 10? What, in terms of... Attractiveness I, as I, a male. I'm going to say five. Really? But I don't have a great picture of him in my I've never mind. seen him, so I'm going with like an eight. Okay. That's generous. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was thinking... I heard something really funny this morning mm. where apparently... Like a meme has taken off where grandmas have been accidentally um, tagging Grandmaster Flash on their grandchildren's Facebook walls. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so now it's become an actual thing. What, where they're trying to tag. Like no, they're trying to just say, you know how when you start cut, typing a capital G or whatever, yeah, it makes yeah. suggestions. Yeah. So apparently like a grandma somewhere or maybe several grandmothers did it by accident and now it's a real thing. But wouldn't it be like um, kids who are trying to tag their grandma? No, no, no. So the grandma would write like, happy birthday, Ben, love from grandpa and grandma. But instead it was, happy birthday, Ben, love from grandpa (laughs) and grandma. (laughs) (laughs) But that means they probably have to like (laughs) Flash for that option. Which is quite amusing. So I don't know how many did it by accident, but apparently many people have now been doing it on purpose. Enough for it to become a thing. Yeah, well, there's like a woman's posted a photo on like Instagram that's like here's the girls hanging out with their grandpa and grandmaster flash <laughs> and like yeah so apparently one grandma or some grandmas accidentally tagged grandmaster flash when they were trying to write like love from grandma that's quality <laughs> how good is it love from grandpa and grandmaster flash <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway back to my embarrassing story. yeah sorry I was uh, enjoying that my greatly. unfortunate life she she mentioned Vanessa Carlton yeah. and I wouldn't um, have thought she looks that much like Vanessa Carlton. Well, what had happened was there was a thing on Facebook uh, like a few months earlier yeah. where it Vanessa was... Carlton tagged her as a lookalike? Yes. Celebrities were doing who's your normie lookalike? <laughs> yeah, well, it was like doppelganger week. Yeah, so it was and like... a celebrity chose her. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like, who? Um, what celebrity do you look like? And you change your profile picture to that Oh, person. yeah, I think mine was Tigger. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite the resemblance. My Facebook photo was already of this guy, Steve Weeby. Like, not of him, but I was doing a pose from the uh, DVD cover of The King of Kong or, like, the movie poster or whatever. Yeah, he's means like, nothing to me. He's playing a video game and he's got his arm up in the air. And so I already had, like, me imitating that shot. Ah, uh, yeah. So then I put, like, the actual shot when it was Doppelganger Week. Yeah. And so um, Natasha, my girlfriend at the time, was... Did you ask her how she felt about that dude? <laughs> I don't think she. What did uh, she rate his arm? I, I did not. I did not uh, wow. ask that one. But uh, she was looking for suggestions of yep. like who looks like her, and so I suggested Vanessa Carlton. Oh, so it was you. Yeah, you didn't even notice the trap. I did notice it. Ugh. Let me get to that. Okay. Yeah, I suggested Vanessa Carlton, who did the song "One Thousand Miles." Yeah. I occasionally jog to it. It's a good jogging song. I need you that one. Yeah. And I miss you. We put it in one of our... Um, oh, that was you to sing. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot the next <laughs> lyric. Okay. I need you or something. Uh, and now I want... Anyway. And so we put that in one of our uh, Insane Ramblings and Colours even. Did we? Wow. Insane Ramblings. Oh, we did too. Are we seaboats? Quite the well-featured song. The obscure pool. Yeah. So I suggested her in one of the celebrity and... So you realised it was a trap, yeah, from the beginning. Okay. So I, so she asked me like w- to rate this celebrity. I'm like, well, there's no other reason to bring her up. So nine. Except that you want me to rate you, basically. Yeah. And what did you say? 
I think I said eight. Ooh, that's not big because enough for well, your girlfriend. Well, you want I, your girlfriend to be a ten? I know. Yeah, but you were like, you're better than her, baby. You wanted uh, that, to leave wiggle room. I, I There was two points deducted. <laughs> one of them was for that reason. Right. The other one so was So to because, leave wiggle room. Yeah. One so of be them, like, if she's a nine, you're a ten. Right. Not only do you look like her, you're the better version. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, good boyfriend points. I'm seeing that. The other... I would have cried if you'd said nine and you could have been like, don't worry, baby. I left a point off because you're better. And well, I, I would have been beaming. I done that. I would have beamed. My face would have looked up and I would have looked like that sudden from the Teletubbies <laughs> with a big old smile and shining lights coming off. The other point I deducted was for trying to get one over on me. Oh, wow. That's not good boyfriend moves. That's... <laughs> Because everybody knows the role of the girlfriend is to extract compliments and the role of the boyfriend is to give compliments. See, I love how you have a girlfriend and you're not like, I want to make her happy. You're like, I will make you happy when and if I choose. (laughs) Don't force me to make you happy. I just didn't like being tried to trick, being tricked into making her happy. Everyone loves to trick their boyfriends. If you can't con your boyfriend, who can you con? It's illegal. Your boyfriend well, probably won't report you. You can try and con me, but yeah. it didn't work. Uh, so what did you do? Cry? So, so you have to face the consequences of, oh, being, of being, being an eight. eight Ooh, which, I wouldn't you know, have liked overall that. Overall, is not a bad. Oh, mark, it's great but. for a stranger, but for my boyfriend, if he's not like one thousand, baby, I'm like consider my chastity belt locked. But remember, I wasn't trying to write her. I was trying to write Vanessa, Vanessa Carlton. Carlton. Right. And so, I think if I had have gone nine. No, if I had just explained the situation, like, this is why I gave you an eight. Well, why couldn't she, you? Did she, like, it, like, stuff an egg down I guess your we just moved on in the conversation or something. Ugh, okay. And she so, was like, all right, then. Yeah, I guess. And so I never really explained to her, like, my reasoning. So she never was like, hey, P.S., why am I only an eight? Well, she would have to admit that she was trying to get one over on me, which is ah, what I was hoping for. So you hoped she was like, what? I'm an eight. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Took a point off for trying to trick me. Yeah, we were playing celebrity rating game chicken. This is celebrity chicken, not each other rating. Yeah. and so Because surely your girlfriend's a ten. That was the rule. Right? Like, we couldn't, we couldn't rate each other. Well, you because you'd assume you're a ten. That's a waste of a game. Yeah. How hot do you think I am? Ten. You? Ten. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> We established that. Now we can get on to Vanessa Amorossi. Vanessa Amorossi. Let's go through every famous Vanessa. (laughs) Today is the letter V. I will begin with Victor Hugo. (laughs) (laughs) Obscure French writer. (laughs) There you go. So, uh, yeah, I feel like that was another time that I fucked up. (laughs) So she never mentioned that. No, because I assume if she's going to stew on it, half an hour will go by and she'll be like, I can't believe you gave Vanessa Carlton an eight. I think I, I could stew for a while. I stewed six months over this thing and it was continuous. Well, I could put up a good front for a while yeah. until eventually... But she never mentioned it. No. Okay. So, so we both... Wow. You know, she probably thinks I thought she was an eight. But it was not bad. I know, but <laughs> we did eventually break up, presumably over that fact. I Yeah, she was like, I think I can find someone who thinks I'm a ten. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well. So unless she read my mind to that degree... That'd be impressive if we were on that similar a wavelength. See, I would have looked down into my food and silent little tears yeah, would I feel have like slid that, out of my eyes. I, I feel like if I look back, that kind of thing might have happened. Really? Well, she was, oh. I don't think it was like a tear, but I reckon she was a probably... A single tear slid down her face and you were just like, yeah, gotcha. gotcha <laughs> That'll teach you. <laughs> and then um, 
uh, sadly, Vanessa Carlton was sitting at the next table and uh, the same <laughs> the thing same happened. problem yeah. with her. <laughs> and she was asking her him, boyfriend was like, how hot do you think that yeah. chick is? <laughs> <laughs> That's unlucky. And you and him high-fived. We just shrugged and yep. went on with eating. Well, that'll like, oh, teach you. Yeah, that'll ruin a perfectly fun game. <laughs> perfectly good relationship. Yeah, or like, well. I feel like there's so many moments in your relationship with that girl where you just ruined it. <laughs> it's all a learning experience. <laughs> From your relationship previous to that. I wouldn't do that again now. No. I would be like, <laughs> it's good. you're a 10, Vanessa Carlton's a 10, we're all fucking 10. Yeah. Plus, all right, maybe that the wouldn't entire, go so well. No, either. that would be really bad. <laughs> but okay. I, the point is I haven't tried that tactic. Why are you so angry? Because <laughs> <laughs> now you're scary and violent. I don't want to date yeah. you. No, and everyone's a 10. It's not great either. We're all fucking 10s, like, all right? <laughs> shut up and eat your soup. <laughs> okay, shh. Yeah, but also I don't want you to say everyone's a den. Everyone else has to be a one in no, your no. eyes. Because other guys, you've got a like a dick like a metal detector in an iron factory. Like what? <laughs> just pointing at everything. Oh, I see. You're water divining. Yeah, yeah. The point is, it's a fun game to rate celebrities out of ten. If you're yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson, she's a ten. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Harder than Vanessa Carlton, <laughs> as has Venus. Do you think so? Well, Where do you really think Vanessa scale, Carlton is? Of your memories of her. Yeah, and again, it's hazy. Like, I'm going to say eight. It seems accurate. <laughs> she got a, you know, an honest answer. I'm trying to think a middle of the road celebrity. Who's a solid five and we, a celebrity? They don't make, like, I guess. There's got to be someone nah. that's, like, quite just normie. Who's a normie celebrity? Well, it doesn't happen because you're either famous and pretty. Yeah. Or famous for being, like, the best friend kind of thing. There must be just normies, though, who just play normie roles. I don't think so. It must be just dudes, because there's plenty of normie dudes. That's like an extra. <laughs> yeah, like, if you got me to rate like an extra Paul in Rudd the background. Paul Rudd is probably, like, an attractive normie. Okay, rate Paul Rudd. Six. Really? See, I think you've been lowballing it there. No, because I go with five being your average man. Yeah. So he's, like, a high average. I think he's, like, a, a bit more over average. Though. Really? Yeah. I would have thought he's just an average dude. If I had to rate Paul Rudd, I would say seven. All right, rate the anchor man. Or the main cast. Yeah. Or just the main guy, Ron Burgundy. I think he's a six. Whoa! Will, Will, Will Farrell is really? less attractive than Paul Rudd. No way! He'd is... be like a five or a four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I was just comparing him to Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five, five, I guess, is not a bad... Will Farrell is probably... The average man. Yeah. A solid av- average. Because I, I saw a bit of him in um, about... Bewitched the other day. Oh, yeah. And Who's that guy he, that he was looks all right like the that. fawn from... Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Yeah, looks like Mr. Dumbness. Yeah, as we established in the hit game show, What's My Fawn Name? <laughs> Did you ever meet my ex, Tom? Yeah, once. He looks like a fawn, don't you think? He looks like Mr. Tumness. Again, my memory is hazy. hazy. When did you meet him? Just the oh, one time. Oh, yeah, food yeah, court. yeah, the food court. He kind of looks like a fawn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dawned on me just then. I was like, who's got those cheeks? Hang on a minute. <laughs> He'd do a good flabbergasted. Sure. Yeah. Great cheeks. Sweet cheeks, as I used to call him. I never called him that. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why we broke up. <laughs> maybe. A missed opportunity a missed, for a great nickname. Missed opportunity to woo him. Well, I'm sure it will come running back now that you've <laughs> heard that he's got fawn like <laughs> And sweet cheeks. Yeah, well, time if you're listening. Yeah, it's not over. <laughs> No, it is over. I know that. I don't want to come across as creepy. <laughs> I'm aware it's over. Just uh, don't uh, listen to Vicky's words. Just listen to her actions. 
Yes. Don't listen to those either because they're frequently erratic That's and why I unplanned. Just, I just tune out Vicky most of the time. Just That's don't listen idea. to Vicky. Where were we going with this? I think that was it. Oh, Michael Sarah. Where did you put Michael Sarah? Where would I rate him out of 10? Yeah. Yeah, he might be a five as well. <laughs> See? All right, maybe there are some fives in Hollywood. Hamish of Hamish and Andy fame. He's six. Yeah, Fifi Box on Australian radio. I don't know if this is like, you know, this is fun for a restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. If it's, you know Good listening. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do this for ages. I'm just trying to think of solid vibes. Okay, Fifi might be around a five as well. Yeah, I don't know. There's some. Okay. They exist. Mission successful. Yes. A few weeks ago, just after the podcast, hmm. we got into some trouble that led to this episode as being the eco-friendly episode. We did. I've forgotten what it was, but I'm sure you will refresh my memory. We got trapped in the recycling Oh, area. yeah, that's right. Yeah. It wasn't memorable. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> it was my time in jail. I suppress it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what happened is in the new apartment that I'm living at, I thought you were going to say in the nuances of taking out the garbage. That's how I would have started the story. Uh, well, okay. We'll start over. <laughs> in the nuances of taking out the garbage. <laughs> One thing was forgotten. Yes. The keys. <laughs> and to prop the door open. <laughs> Many it. nuanced conversation and actions leading to taking out the garbage. We forgot to leave the garbage door open. Yeah. So we have a recycling area that is down the ground floor of the building. Yeah. And... Uh, I had, I had a whole bunch of recyclables ready to take down. To yeah, I'm really that. not sure why you felt the need to do it right then. I just piled them next to the door and my thought was, oh, whenever I go down to the ground floor next, I'll take these with me. Yeah. Since the opportunity hadn't arisen, I thought, oh, since Vicky's going down to the ground floor, I'll accompany her. She can help me carry some of this stuff down and I'll have some company for the <laughs> elevator ride. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than going down... Uh, to the recycle bin without a company. Well, I didn't want to get in an awkward elevator conversation. You know how that goes. <laughs> the very same night, Brendan, my roommate, had been given a dinosaur onesie. <laughs> and not a minute could go by before he tried it on. <laughs> well, his girlfriend basically made him put it on as some form of punishment. Yeah, I, I couldn't really figure out what that was about. So I think he wanted to try it. He's a school teacher and... And certified weirdo. So I don't think even that would have made him want to put it on. Well, he got given to it by one of his students' uh, parents. Given to it. He, he, got the, <laughs> he got the dinosaur onesie from one of his students' No, I know. Parents. I just love the idea that they gave him to it. Like <laughs> It was a, a mutual union. Yeah. Hey, dinosaur onesie, we've yeah. got a present for you. With our powers combined. Uh, here's your present, my teacher. Well... <laughs> What use is a dinosaur onesie without a body to accompany <laughs> I know how lonely you've been, dinosaur onesie. Here's your gift, Mr. Nick. Right. <laughs> so he was wearing this outfit and he also had a bunch of recycling read to take down. Yeah, it was a great night for recycling in this apartment. That his uh, girlfriend had been basically trying to convince him to take down for weeks. Yeah. And so when she saw... Great night for her as well. She was getting her way. Recycling was getting its way. Yeah. And so it was really just me that got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> well, when she saw that we were going down, she's like, oh, now's the opportunity. You have to take this down. And because you've taken so long to uh, get around to this, you have to wear the onesie mm. down to the ground floor as punishment. So it was about 11 o'clock at night by yeah. the time that we get down here. And... <laughs> Get down. Get down. 
get down to the ground floor. Yeah. We were getting down until 11 and we were like, <laughs> might be time to get down. Right. <laughs> to the ground floor. And so uh, I guess after that time, they closed the... Watch yourself. They closed the door that leads into the recycling area. Yeah. And we'd never realised that because normally 11pm, not, really- <laughs> not a high recycling <laughs> no. time. I'm not really sure why they bother to close the door either. It's like, oh no... There's hours you can go out to the tiny alley where we've got these bins. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like a car-sized gate that they closed, but I don't think like, it's not like you can Get go out anywhere. to the street or anything no. from there. So I'm not really sure what it accomplishes either, but. They're just sanctioning the hours in which you can recycle. Yeah. <laughs> a little weird, but whatever, we'll play the game. I feel like they're just slowly and surely like controlling more and more of your life and you just don't notice it. Next time we go down, they'll have um, sectioned off even more of it. No, I think, like, next time it'll be, like, we remove your cereal from midday, like McDonald's. (laughs) Our breakfast only lasts a certain amount of time. So, uh, anyway, they had a side entrance to the recycling Mm. area that we were allowed to take. And we had to follow, like, a few different areas. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, we'd never done it before. I felt like I was in a video game. It was great. Yeah, it was a bit of a scavenger hunt. I was running around in circles, walking into walls. Yeah, yeah. I was the NPC guiding (laughs) you guys. We get down there, there's a big gate that I open and we go through the three of us. Hmm. And I did try to check the handle to see yeah. if it would, if we close it, would it lock from the inside? Mm-hmm. And it moved like all the way down and up. So I figured that if it we was safe. if it was going to lock, it would just not be able to move anywhere. But I'm like, well, I could prop it open, but one of these guys will probably hold it anyway. And I, I purposefully opened it all the way. And I, I saw it like swinging back in. Oh no. But I'm like, Seconds from disaster. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I checked the handle. It'll be fine. So then uh, the door closes. We finish putting the recycling in all the bins and uh, Brendan checks the handle. And it's like, well, we're locked in. <laughs> so this is like, you know, 11 p.m. at night. We're in this small alleyway <laughs> with nothing but about 50 bins and, I don't know, a used mattress. Oh, yeah. I remember the used, a soiled mattress, yeah. if you will. Brendan was in his dinosaur onesie. <laughs> I was wearing thongs. This. Not a whole lot of... Uh, I was the token girl. Yeah. You and Brendan didn't have your phone. Like, yours was out of battery. Yeah, mine was dead. And yep. he had left his inside. Yeah. And so, there's a fence that we tried to climb. <laughs> it's um, not easy to do in a skirt or, or a dinosaur one. Or in thongs. No. <laughs> none of us were dressed well for this dressed endeavor. For climbing. Yeah. I didn't wear my, you know, rock climbing boots. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. I left my hiking boots also at home. So, the other two boost me up to... There's like a bit of a rung that I could yeah. get, get some balance on. So I climb up to the top of the fence and on the other side, there's no, no rung. rung. So if I want to get down, I have to jump all the way into the ground, which was like... Six, l- eight feet? Yeah, at least like almost three meters, I'd say. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be... If you break your feet in thongs, and cause be I, quite uh, painful. Especially because I couldn't reach the top without getting a boost up. So it is pretty high. And so I'm like, oh... I don't really want to do this. I get, I get down to the ground. I get back down. There's nothing um, to do on the other side with broken feet. Yeah. Then they'll be trapped and I'll be on the other side with broken feet. Yeah. But <laughs> the point was like, I thought if I could get over the fence, I could go around to the door and open it from the outside. Oh, I get the idea. Yeah. But not if you've got broken feet. I was just illustrating to the audience that that might be possible. Oh, okay. And so um, I summon the courage. But then these two refuse to boost me up again. No way. I'm like, well, you see, you're going to be on the other side with a broken spine and this idiot here in a onesie. <laughs> I'm not going to be caught at the scene of the crime with a dinosaur and a man with no feet. I've shattered my, uh, my shins. Dinosaur, go get help. Yeah, exactly. I was like, if I get busted here, I know who's going straight to jail and it's not the dinosaur <laughs> or the man with the broken legs and back. Fair enough. 
So it must uh, been a horrible crime. <laughs> so we try to work out like what the alternate routes out of here are. Yeah, of which there were none. I was getting ready to construct my house yeah. from like bits of cardboard and recycle yeah, bin well, for the night. We're trash people now. <laughs> I guess we'll have to uh, <laughs> start living like them. Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, it was only recycled, so we couldn't even scavenge for food. I wouldn't want to eat. We, we only had... I don't know how long I'll be down there. <laughs> well, all we had to do was last till morning when they opened the uh, okay. roller doors. I wasn't again. aware of that. Well, I thought I might have to go long term. Presumably, at some stage, <laughs> someone would come for help. But it's eleven o'clock at night. Like, there's not too much high traffic or anything. No, and I was either. freezing. Yeah, that's true as well. And so, uh, I don't know. We would probably have fashioned some kind of box fort out of the. <laughs> well, that was my board. plan. To be honest, yeah. I was going to make like a little box village till the morning. Yeah. I'm sure. I like, think I had to work the next day, so that would have been annoying also. Because what, you would have uh, smelled like soiled mattress? <laughs> well, I just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't trust the mattress. Mattresses, to me, always spell syringes. Well, I think the... But that's because I live in a creepy area. The thing with, Melbourne. like, old mattresses is if someone's throwing it out, they're probably throwing it out for a good reason. Yeah. Like mattress- What's a bad reason to throw out a mattress? If it's new and in good condition. <laughs> this mattress is too new. Well, I prefer I, mine worn in. <laughs> maybe like, I don't know, Jay-Z is living in the building and he's just got like a six-month-old mattress and had to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. My reason for throwing this out is it smells new. <laughs> it's got that new mattress smell. That's right. My next one, I want to be the show floor one. So it's been aired out. No, but I'm thinking like a mattress is something you buy like every under 10 years. Oh, at if not, le- like, less. Yeah, so when you get rid of it, it's either got, like, springs sticking out or bed bugs or something. Yeah, shit. it's not great. No. Or it's soiled. Right. <laughs> or someone died on it. So I'm pretty, like, hesitant to uh, I wasn't gonna use lay the down anytime soon. I thought the boxes were safer. I was thinking, like, at what point do we cut Brendan open and sleep <laughs> inside him like a tauntaun? <laughs> well, I would have just stolen his onesie. <laughs> yeah, well, he was probably... He was toasty. He was, like, the most prepared, but easily the most embarrassed one. <laughs> When uh, rescue comes. It's unusual when a dinosaur onesie yeah. works in your survival favour. Uh, we got the 911 call. Um, you're gonna All the out- way from America. <laughs> well, you can call 911 here and it works as well now. Really? Because Is it- that true? Yeah, apparently because so many people are used to American TV shows where they see that as the emergency number that people were just calling it. Wow. And so like, well, I guess we should just set it up. So no way. If- so it goes through to triple O. Yeah. No way. I didn't know that. I, I don't want to test it, but I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> Huh. Next time I need to call Triple O, I'll try that first. Yeah, in an emergency. I'm also going to conduct an experiment. That's right. There's never a good time to try this out. (laughs) The 911 call was like, we've got a male, a female, and I want to say a Stegosaurus. I could be mistaken. Might be a Diplodocus. (laughs) So... Uh, we called Brennan's girlfriend. Luckily, she was still in the apartment. Um, Julian, like our other roommate, was still in his room, but he was like falling asleep. I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't have come looking for us. No way. Like, he would have left it. If we didn't have our phones, how long do you reckon it would have been before Kath came? Never. Morning. No, she would have gone. You reckon? Like, she would have been like, oh, they've been gone for like an hour. I reckon like 45 minutes she would have come looking for us. Three hours. Julian would have woken up the next morning and been like, where were you guys? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she would have come looking. She would have been like, oh, that crazy Brendan, he's just up to something and gone to bed. Well, either way, I'm glad she answered. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So she comes down, she comes to rescue us and there's another door that she has to open, but she doesn't have a key. So once she goes through this door, if we're not on the other side, she's trapped in the garage. Yeah. 
No, like she she was just making sure she was headed to the right spot because oh. if she went through like the wrong one way door. Oh uh, yeah, she was also. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, that was unlucky. Like the, our rescue <laughs> service could have been lost somewhere else. Imagine if she then had to call somebody else to yeah, come and rescue exactly. her, to rescue us. I know. So it's like a, one of those chains where all the people are connected together that you make out of paper. It, yeah, yeah, with human, phone calls. human um, paper doll yeah, kind of scenario. Basically. I feel like it could have been some kind of like horror movie, you know, like one by one you'll start to drop <laughs> off. Like we send another rescuer to go get Kath and she doesn't make it. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, the whole of Melbourne is stuck somewhere in your yeah. building. So she had to like hold the door open and then like yell across the car park. Is this the- Yeah, to get our response to see if we could hear her so she knew she was in the right spot. <laughs> she finally comes and finds us and like before laughing and taking a photo <laughs> oh yeah that true because it looked like we were behind bars <laughs> yeah we were pretty much just incarcerated ourselves i'll post both the photo of us in the uh, area it's a you know a bit dark it's hard to mm. see but you'll get the gist and brendan in his onesie <laughs> in all his glory You're right she's taking this photo and like right at the door there's this massive sign that's like don't close behind <laughs> Really? Oh my gosh! It's like what you know, self-locking door or something. Well, we tried to warn you. Yeah, Yeah, this one's on us. See, I like the idea more that the security guards came the next morning and just found our three frozen dead bodies. Like, what happened here? Tried to uh, piece the scene of the crime together. Tried to fathom what had happened. Yeah. But, and uh, you're on the other side with your broken feet. And, <laughs> and me and Brendan had frozen together. Right, like you're like wrapped inside Brendan's internal organs <laughs> trying to get warm. No, he's asleep on the mattress and I'm in a little box for him. Brendan's probably like dead out of like his you know, covered in bug bites or something from the mattress. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Your broken feet killed you. There's like a um a ripped to shreds dinosaur onesie all over the place. <laughs> Just you're fighting for the uh, for the warmth of it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we finally got out there. Luckily. And I'm drunk off the remnants of all the beer bottles. <laughs> Luckily, Kath was able to come and rescue us, and we were able to use our key to let her back upstairs. <laughs> it's quite a misadventure. Yeah. We had another um, apartment adventure. Oh, yeah. The building was giving away free trees or, like, pop. <laughs> <laughs> are you one of those people that just can't go past a bargain? No, but my roommates are. I find that so weird. Why? Like, because I remember walking to apartment and there were two trees, and I'm like, this does not add to Hang it. Hang on, <laughs> I distinctly remember you coming inside and going, "Hey, they're giving away free plastic trees. You should get one." <laughs> yeah, to make your apartment look ridiculous. Well, mission accomplished. When have I ever said something to you to help? Uh yeah, I should, <laughs> I should remember that whenever you open your mouth. Yeah. So yeah, Vicky encouraged it. Brendan got the idea, and. Uh, our, Who did the deed? Uh, Brendan and Eddie. Ah, so he had help as an accomplice. Yeah, so we were just having a few friends over and a few drinks and then... Uh, They're like, you know what would add to this? Yeah, rubber trees. <laughs> yeah, some foliage. Right. <laughs> it's the French say. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think they say that. <laughs> they grabbed them from the uh, the hallway. Well, because I came into your apartment and I, it was basically like Dr. Livingston, I presume. Yeah, well, they, they dragged... <laughs> it's quite them, leafy. They dragged them to the closest entrance really and so it's the first thing you see and <laughs> like all of a sudden it's, it's like, like walking into the butterfly house i felt like i was in a tiki bar <laughs> like how did we just like <laughs> that's so true two fake ferns and instantly <laughs> we transformed the lounge room into a tiki that's how i felt i felt a bit different i felt like i was in a tropical butterfly enclosure yeah 
I feel like we could have got all of them from every floor <laughs> and just filled the lounge room. It's like we live in a rainforest now. Yeah, it did feel like I was entering a rainforest yeah. when I first came in. I noticed they disappeared. No, they're still around. They're just like slightly different positions. Ah, uh, yeah, because okay. They were um, quite obtrusive. Well, the problem was I'm, I've lived in this apartment for nine months now. Yeah. You get used to the layout of it. And when you suddenly put these two fake trees in the middle of the hallway, <laughs> when you're stumbling around in the middle of the night, it's quite easy to smack into them. Well, Julian thought you were being burgled on the first night. Yeah. When so you came out to see two spiky haired dudes yeah. <laughs> hanging out in the entrance hall. He thought like pineapple head on them was... <laughs> Hanging out in the shadows. I thought Sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because, uh, yeah, they're, it's also interesting. They're both identical. Yeah, <laughs> which you don't get with real plants. No. So it does sort of cast suspicion on them. Well, they look quite good um, from a distance. Mm. But when you've got them, like, right next, right to, next to each other, <laughs> it does look a little weird. <laughs> and so, uh, like, that night, you know, 3 a.m., I'm still trying to get to sleep. I've you know, had way too much coke so I'm like hopped up on caffeine I'm like I'm just gonna you're such a teenager it's just the weirdest thing to be hopped up on well like you know you're not cool when you're saying I'm hopped up on coke like it's meant to be like uppers or like (laughs) I don't know ice or something I was hopped up on ice and coke (laughs) (laughs) no I was drinking bourbon and coke so it wasn't like straight coke for like ah sorry my mistake you just didn't want to try to be cool and thus defeat the purpose uh, yeah, I was kind of annoyed by that. I'm like a light sleeper as it is. Brendan and Kath come back at about like 1 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be able to hang off them. Instantly, they're like snoring from the <laughs> next bedroom. It's as, you know, as an insomniac, it, it, that's like the most infuriating oh, sound. It's an insult I've to been, you. Yeah, I've been not only to, are you sleeping, you're ruining what I'm exactly. not doing. I've been trying to sleep for hours and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're home. Like, oh my God, I hate you so much. Uh, you're not helping me and you fell straight asleep. Yeah. You're a jerk. But, uh, what I didn't realise is that they had brought someone else home with them, Ooh. another friend. Right. And they stood between the trees? <laughs> they were reenacting between two ferns. <laughs> yeah. It was Zach Galifianakis <laughs> just hanging out. It's really it's like, obscure. I need, I need the prerequisite two ferns before I go into any uh, I made them carry yeah. these in. That is really obscure. I think people know between two ferns. It's pretty obscure. Well, it'll be in the gallery if you need any explanation to that joke. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We, we could host that show now. <laughs> you could. When they gave away the uh, the fake trees in the elevator, they specifically forgot to avoid, like, you know, liven up your apartment, host web shows, web talk <laughs> yeah, shows. Web talk shows. Yeah. But there was, they did make the uh, requisite Radiohead reference. That's true. Yeah, fake plastic trees. Yeah. Which, uh, that was even over my head. Yeah, I know. I got it straight away. I was like, oh, a bit of a Radiohead fan. Unless they're not, and they really did do something. Like, well, I mean, it's accurate. Yeah. What else do you call them, yeah. friend? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get up in the middle of the night, and uh, I didn't realize there's this guy there. I, like, run smack into one of these plants. <laughs> Probably, like, you know, cursing it out. Stupid plant. Yeah, turn the dummy. light, like, dragging it around the lounge room to... Like so you were dragging the plant away. Yeah, well, I just... You're like, no more of this. Well, because I know what's going to happen, that... I'd go back to my bedroom and I'd smack into it again. I just love that this is the final showdown. Between me and the... Yeah, you're like, no more, I'm moving you. Yeah, I'd had enough. I'd basically just give up of getting up and go back to bed straight away. 
but I, I had no idea there was this guy sleeping on the couch the whole time. Yeah. So I probably like pissed him off. <laughs> like, you know, who Why is this guy? Why are you guy? moving trees around at two o'clock in the morning? Right. Junkenly fighting fake trees and turning on the light and yelling at it. And... Who's the gardener? Yeah. So I asked uh, Brendan the next morning. Your nocturnal naturalist. Yeah. Because I, I, I only realized that there's anyone there when I see our couch is set up for... You know, I thought you like over. noticed the dent or something, Columbo. <laughs> yeah, my uh, butt group yeah. had been curiously overworn. That day, I noticed that the groove went the whole way along the couch. Yeah. When I know everyone in this couch sits on it, usually. <laughs> no, we've got a uh, fold. monk. We've got a fold out, so uh, it was a little obvious. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, did someone stay overnight? And he's like, no, we had a third tree. <laughs> I had to make room for it. Yeah. So, um,. <laughs> love the idea of sorry one time i can't even remember how it got to do to be like this but my friend we were sharing like a cabin on a school camp or something okay and like we were putting more and more ridiculous items in her bed every time she like like every night she'd go like go to the bathroom or whatever and she'd come back and there would be something stupid in her bed or like she'd go out to do something and we'd put something stupid in her bed this is on like high school camp or something yeah yeah and on the last day we put like the whole dinner set like the table and yep. two chairs and then like pulled her blankets over because <laughs> <laughs> it's always ridiculous stuff like she'd get into bed and she'd be like ah like forks or something <laughs> then, like the last night it was just, just like, like... <laughs> a, a, a glue all of a sudden <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i was just reminded of like how funny it would be if you just walked out there there and someone had set up the bed for the bar <laughs> did i ever tell you the story about how on um, our central australia camp I hid in Brendan's sleeping bag. <laughs> I did that to my friend once. You tell yours. I'll finish this other Brendan's story oh, and then we'll get right. to that one. I once hid in the bottom of my friend's sleeping bag and she, when she put her feet in, I bit her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she was, had no clue. It was awesome. One of my best practical jokes ever. I was trying to segue back to the actual story. And, Sorry. You know, yeah. So part. anyway, you asked Brendan. Wait, why did you bite her? Just for- <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do when her feet were coming at me. I was like, oh, I've gotten away with this so well that she might just go to sleep with me <laughs> scrunched in the bottom of her sleeping bag. All right. So uh, I, I, yeah, I talking to Brendan the next morning. I'm like, who stayed over? And he's like, oh, yeah, one of my friends. Mm. But typically when we have a guest over, I'm the one who provides them with bedding. Okay. And so I was like, oh, what did they do for like a blanket and <laughs> Palm stuff? Palm fronds. Yeah, <laughs> you notice our new uh, plants are mysteriously bare this morning. Yeah, They'll grow right. back though, right? Yeah. I had to explain to him how plastic worked. <laughs> no, he's like, oh yeah, I gave him two towels. <laughs> this guy had the worst night ever. <laughs> two towels. I'm pretty sure he's not sleeping over That's anytime terrible. Soon. I don't know. Do you want to stay over? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Here are like your two towels. When he signed up, like, oh yeah. Like, uh, no, close to the city. Yeah. And like- <laughs> good, good position, easy to access to the train station yeah, next morning. Yeah, home. Like, little did he know, you sleep on the couch <laughs> and two towels. Oh yeah, and some guy might turn Doing on. Doing midnight. Flick on the lights <laughs> and uh, fight a tree while like 3am in the morning. Good night. Like, wait, what? There's a lot of fine print here. I that- can't believe he gave him two towels. That's know. terrible. Like, not even three. I yeah. Mean, we've, we've probably got more than that. That's just such a like small amount him, of towels. Give him all the towels. <laughs> I'm sorry, this sucks so much. Yeah. Here are the towels. <laughs> like you can either make a pillow out of it or some semblance <laughs> of a blanket. blanket. That would have been a horrible night. Yeah. Well, I like I kind of, especially since I was already awake. Like Brendan could have. Just trying to imagine this guy like cowering under a towel. I know. 
<laughs> so he was had what one towel under his head and like trying to fit his whole body under another towel. See, I'd ask him that, <laughs> but I don't think he's ever coming back. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, that's good. Did I ever tell you about how my grandmother's mother, so my great grandma, um, not Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> Love from Grandpa and Grandmaster Flash. How much would you laugh if your grandparents wrote that to you? Especially if he was Grandmaster Flash, my actual grandpa. <laughs> no, your grandmother. Oh. Love from Grandpa. If your grandpa and Grandmaster Flash just really weren't wishing you a happy birthday yeah. together, yeah, I'd be uh, like, oh, Grandma made a typo. <laughs> like, nope. No. Grandma's written another message. This is just your grandpa hanging out with Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> Um, now I've got his song stuck in my head. I feel like going under sometimes. Don't push me because I'm close to the, the edge. edge. <laughs> I'm trying not to Facebook grandma. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Don't push G because <laughs> it's close to grandma. Auto Phil is not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so good. Love from Grandpa and Grandmaster Flash. I think it must have like tagged to his page and someone saw it and loved it and it just exploded to something. Yeah, I'm uh, looking for any opportunity to tag him. <laughs> so good. So what did you, uh, you were going to tell me a grandma story? Oh, great grandma. Her husband used to go out, so my great grandpa mm. used to go out like drinking at night as they did in ye oldie times. There Story wasn't much fun so to be had. So it was drinking and working were the two pastimes you can indulge in. I think that tradition has uh, been uh, held since then. Yeah. What's the 1800s? That's a weird thought. Well, especially for great grandparents. like. Well, my grandma was born in 1920 and it was her parents. So I guess it was like the 1800s, which is just a weird thought. But were these people... Like, did you ever meet either of them or this is just a story you've... No, I didn't meet them. Yeah, okay. No, this is a story I've been told. But I was just having a weird thought for a moment there that... That that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, just like I met my grandma, obviously. Yeah, well... But, like, it's just her parents. Like, yeah, she was old like, and would be old if she was still around. But, like, it's just weird that, like, two generations above and we're back in the 1800s. Yeah, it just seems weird to me that you would be told stories about your great-grandfather's drinking. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's what got passed down. I don't know much about him. I don't know anything about my great grandparents. <laughs> really? Like certainly, what little I did, I probably <laughs> could find out. Yeah, if I like, you know, really cared, then maybe my parents would be able to shed some light on it. Well, that wasn't the full extent of the story. You yeah, no, but oh, like, okay. I don't think the first thing that they would tell me, or like anything that they would tell me, would revolve around alcohol. <laughs> well, I guess my grandma was quite the raconteur. Yeah, he was the town drunk. <laughs> oh, good to know. Oh, thanks, grandma. Hmm. Get me, let me get back to my raconteur ring. Which yeah. be a raconteuse as a woman? I think so. Yeah, she was quite the raconteuse. Mm. She was very funny. She used to joke about dying a lot, which I appreciated. <laughs> what about when she actually died? Would... Not as much. No. So wait, this is your grandma now? Yeah, my grandma. Like, I remember... I think like, that's like old people shtick, though. It is. It's awesome, I though. I appreciate the gallows humour. I think once you get above 80, you're like, all right, well, I'm almost <laughs> dead, but at least I can make jokes about it. Make jokes about, about that. No, about 10 years before she died, yeah. she, like, hurt her knee or something. And she's like, oh, I would do about something about it, but I'll probably just die instead. And I was like... You, it's the kind of thing that as a you know 20 year old you're like whoa grandma <laughs> went dark there yeah. she's pretty funny but then as a 50 year old you're like no she's just saying the yeah. truth <laughs> she's just she is saying facts yeah. she may die before that heals yeah. <laughs> she recognizes her own fragility exactly. but yeah i was like wow grandma went for some dark comedy yeah no she's just reciting what the doctor told her <laughs> that's right i'm not gonna bother fixing this because yeah. i'll probably die hmm. 
Um, I wonder if doctors think that. Like, this is going to be expensive to fix and you're not going to live much longer. So well, Louis C.K.'s got a bit about turning 40. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's like your back hurts. It's like when you're, you know, 30, you're like, oh yeah, have these pills and you'll be fine. And when yeah. you're 40, you're like, yeah, because you're fucking 40. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? You're an old man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think would happen? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she, my great grandma used to rearrange the furniture so that he would fall over it when he came in drunk. That's mean. <laughs> or hilarious. Yeah, I guess a little both. So obviously he could navigate his way around drunkenly because he'd be like, nope, I'm not going out drinking. Yeah, yeah. Because you got your lounge room memorized. Yeah, right. So he would be like, no, no, I'm not drunk. What are you talking about? We're like the next morning. And she's like, yeah, likely story. And so she rearranged the furniture frequently when he went out to catch him out when he got drunk. So does she just wake up to the sound of like a huge crack? <laughs> I'm like stumbling over furniture yeah. like, ah <laughs> I imagine that she sets up some kind of obstacle course. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. It's where gladiators got their ideas. There's like... <laughs> my grandma, my great grandma's living room. She just buys like a whole bunch of cheap china or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like those tires where you have to put your feet in one each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a mini um, Tough mud or something. Yeah, like, I would see like ropes course yeah, even. <laughs> they, they've got the electric cattle prods like swinging from the side of the room that you have to dodge. I was thinking the travelator, you have to run up this at be, the end of Gladiator. Yeah, this should be a show, like Drunken Gladiators. <laughs> I feel like someone would get sued. <laughs> I guess it's hard to police. Like, you're not drunk yeah. enough. Like. Yeah, that's right. You're under the limit, friend. Because yeah, you'd have to go for... The limit is at least 0.08 <laughs> to be on the show. You'd have to go... Well, you'd be AC, wouldn't it? Like, blood yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, blood alcohol. So, because you couldn't just be like, everyone has three beers. No, because so someone like, would be fine. Yeah, so if and you I'd get like a really strong guy who'd probably be good at the obstacle course, he'd have to have presumably <laughs> like a lot of alcohol. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> I think there's like a lot of lawsuits. I guess that's right. Oh, why. that's what I was thinking. I was like, it'd be hilarious, but probably not so funny when someone just dies. But as soon as we like get them to sign up, they're going to sign away a lot of rights. You just have to <laughs> have the right paperwork. How many rights does a human being really need? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was a good story. Another story I know about him. Mm. These are the two facts I believe I've recalled. Do we about know this him. guy's name? Old Grand. No. Grand. I keep wanting to say Grandmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Grandmaster no. Smith. Grand. No, it's not Smith. It's on the other side of the family. So she is. A, uh... Wait, hang on. I'm going to go back through the old family tree. So my mother's Elaine. So that must be her husband's name. So he'd be Fleming. Mm, they okay. settled Flemington. True story. It. Yeah, they were like the Flemings of Flemington. But I guess in those days, it's, it was easier to settle places. Like, <laughs> you were run out of spots. Yeah, like nowadays everywhere's taken. But it's still pretty cool that there's Flemington. Sure. Come on, but where's like, yours? I used to live on Reynolds Road yeah. and there was a woman. Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Named after celebrity Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, uh, there, there was an old woman and her sister that used to live there when we were there and mm. She was like, whatever, Reynolds. We are the Reynolds of Reynolds Road. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm the Fleming of so Fleming Tom. I guess like they'd been there for you know, 80 years or something. Yeah. And like in those days, you, you as long as you're the first one there. Yeah. You've got naming rights, right. friend. You could call it anything. Yeah. Like flibbity gibbet way. So nowadays, <laughs> if we want to do that, we probably have to go out into the middle of the desert or something. Yeah. Well. And I guess that's probably already named anyway. That's just like. All right, this is Central Australia. Like, how much of it? Like, whatever's <laughs> All left. All of it, yeah. yeah. Whatever has not been named by 1910 yeah, <laughs> is now exactly. Central Australia. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, of Flemington, he, during the war, the First World War, he was buried in a trench for three days with mustard gas. 
Like he couldn't emerge because he would be poisoned. No, he was being poisoned. Why didn't he get out? He couldn't. He was buried under like, like, so they bombed them with like mustard gas bombs. Yeah. And that collapsed the trench on them. Oh, shit. And he was in there with mustard gas for three days. So did he have a gas mask or something? No, he's only ended up with like two half lungs because it like ate away his lungs. Shit. (laughs) I didn't know you could... Mustard gas must be way less effective than I thought, though. Well, I th- I think that, like, I don't think it was trapped in there at its full concentration, but, like... Still. That was what he was breathing in. Yeah, yeah. right. So, I'm pretty sure they found him, like, nearly dead. Yeah, well, half lungs probably says yeah, that. Yeah, half lungs gives you all the information you need. So, no wonder he drank, huh? <laughs> yeah, he probably earned it. He, like, yeah. comes home and trips over a footstool. It's like, fucking hell, I've got two half lungs. What's your problem, uh, lady two lungs? Who do you try, think you are? Once you've breathed in three days' worth of mustard gas, then, yeah. then, then you, can, you can move the couch. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I'm tripping over shit. I can't move things. I've only got one lung. Until then, give me a Jack Daniels and shut up. <laughs> That's right. Probably would be how you speak to your wife in the 1800s yeah and um she wouldn't care if you caught her an eight <laughs> no she'd be happy yeah. she, you, that you spoke to her she'd be yeah pleased for the <laughs> physical acknowledgement that's right no because i was just thinking though if you were him it wasn't like oh by the way we're getting you out in three days yeah you're in because i assume it dissipated like it wasn't an airtight collapse yeah but you're in there and this shit's like stinging and hurting and your lungs are getting burned up and you're like in an underground grave, basically. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the worst thing I can imagine. Well, I guess you'd just be what's hoping the hope? for death. Either way, I guess is like the hope that I'll be rescued, or there's the hope that I'll die. Yeah, but you have to cling to those One two of- things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but after the first two days go by, surely you're like, I just want to die soon. Was he trapped with other people? Like, can no. you talk to him? No, because the trench collapsed in on them. So he was literally in like, like underground, basically. Yeah. So it was more, no, more or less buried alive, yeah. essentially. So do you know how they got out? I think someone rescued them. They came and undug them. I guess they knew where it was and yeah, yeah. dug them out. I don't know exactly how. No, but I know that he was buried alive for three days, and then that's where he met his wife. And then my grandma was meant to be an architect, but she had such bad eyesight that the like small work was sent her blind, so she had to quit and become a housewife. For the rest of her days. What do you mean the small work? Like the, there was too much detail. Like small detail, like drawing, because like it was ye oldie times. It was like 1940 or something or 1930. Didn't they? They had glasses though. Yeah, they had glasses, but not like they do now apparently. And like trying to, she had like an astigmatism and focusing that much on work like that apparently was like sending her It blind. gave her too bad eyesight so she couldn't like Continue. do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so it's glad. It's a comedy I, of errors. I'm so glad I don't live in those days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because I think she probably wasn't diagnosed until it was already, like, too late. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the whole thing of Million Ways to Die in the West, the new Seth MacFarlane film. Oh, I haven't seen it. Well, the whole point is that everything kills you. There's <laughs> a million ways just to die. Australia? Well, I, but, yeah, but back in the day especially. It's yeah, like, true. oh, yeah, I just uh, got a cold. I guess I'll be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we got codril. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, just lay down here's yeah. a hot towel right <laughs> you'll probably sleep it off because like, we have houses yeah like, they no, keep I, the wind out i cut my finger i guess i'm dead now <laughs> yeah, like, true. No, you got band-aids and antiseptic <laughs> like, no, no, that's it i'm dead well like my uncle my great great uncle or something yeah. like or somewhere in my family tree not that far back but far enough back like early 1900s 1800s just fell off a horse and died 
Yeah, so he probably like didn't die instantly. But, yeah. he, like, but also that doesn't really happen that much these days. That's true. Yeah, we've got <laughs> probably better safety right yeah. now. <laughs> well, there's just not that many people going around riding horses. On horseback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even if you do, we've got surgery and shit. Yeah, and helmets. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I would have not fared well in those no, days. No, you're a lily white upper class man. Although I would You would like- have been one of those like no, you would have been like the upper classes though who was on their fox and hound hunts who would have got like loud and him to get him through. That doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they would have just given you opioids until you recovered. Yeah, well I I feel like if I was back in those days I yeah. might be more of a like if I had grown up around that. You're quite the lily white soft handed man at the moment. Yeah, well, like I told you when I How went to... How do you um, describe a man who would not survive in the West? Are you trying to get me to say lily white? <laughs> lily livid? Mm. No, yellow livid. I don't know what I'm saying. I think yellow livid is just like jaundice or something. Well, it's like I said, when I, went to, when I went to Cambodia, and uh, you see people fishing. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you don't catch a fish today... You don't eat. Yeah. I couldn't survive. Yeah, I'd be dead. But like, if I grew up in that environment, then maybe I'd be all right at it. I don't know. Or you'd be dead. It'd be interesting to More see. More like the second. <laughs> well, back in those days, you did weed out the, the weak. weaklings. Nowadays, we like drag them along. It's <laughs> a horrible way to look at it. We drag them along. You realize the refuse that we've dragged along is you. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I acknowledge this. <laughs> Do you I'm recognize thinking- that you're the the one being dragged along at the ankles, clutching to the ankles of society <laughs> as it drags you forward to I, the future? I fully admit this, but should I have grown the up? Your lily white limp <laughs> fingers are clutching to the soles. Should I have grown up in that environment? Maybe I'd... You Be know, dead. No, I could have... Well, I'd either die or I'd up my game. Like, yeah. I could be this like awesome hunter or no, something you but so, I know you but my environment you know this is nature of nurture situation should it's nature, nature should my environment be I have to a catch, bit tougher you would have sat like, down and given up maybe I would have fought a bear no you would have sat down and given up you'd have clutched at the ankles of someone else running away and let them drag you off well if only we could conduct this experiment <laughs> I guess we'll never know yeah <laughs> I just really can see, like, no, you're not going on without me. (laughs) All I want to say is thank you, 21st century. (laughs) Thank you, modern medicine, for allowing refuse like me to continue on breathing. (laughs) You reckon you could have survived? from a timely grave. Yeah, I'm pretty tough. How would have you survived in the 1800s? Foraged. You would have been the gatherer. Yeah, I would have gathered. Okay. I would have done a lot of gathering. What about, like, would you have had a man to protect you? I feel like that you might be lacking in that department. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Would have just... I don't know. I'm pretty good at hiding. I fit in a small girl's sleeping bag and bitter. I'm... I'm, what's that word? Canny. Oh, yeah, I never, got back, I never got back to that story of hiding oh, yeah. a sleeping bag. What's the word bag? where you're, like, smart and you, like, get into little... Cunning? Nooks. Yeah, I'm cunning. Oh, I'm cunning. <laughs> so to, to finish off that story about, or to begin it even, mm. about hiding in Brendan's sleeping bag. I don't know if this will translate to <laughs> radio, but we'll see. All right. We went on the Central Australia trip, as we've mentioned before, in mm. year 11, uh, basically just going to Uluru and a whole bunch of sites around the... Some of the named places within the Great Expanse. <laughs> exactly. Flemington or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so we all had our two-person tents that we mm-hmm. stayed in. And so as the hilarious year 11 student I was, I'm like, I know, I'll hide inside Brendan's sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, got the idea from a year eight, Vicky? Probably. <laughs> and when he uh, when he tries to 
go into it. I'll cool. bite him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't have much of an end game either. No, but. it's once you get in there, you're yeah. like, oh, well, I don't know. It was funny when I was climbing in, right. but now there's just feet on my face. Um, and so I expected to be in there for all of like 10 seconds and yeah. then spot me. But he started having this conversation <laughs> with one of the other students right in front of his tent. Wow. That lasted like five minutes at least. What was he talking about? Something really dumb. Yeah. And so I was like cracking up laughing inside the tent. And <laughs> So was it an amazing conversation or you were just yeah. cracking up because you're inside his sleeping bed? Both. Because okay. it was like, this is like the stupidest thing to delay this <laughs> prank, which is already totally lame. Which is your favorite breakfast cereal? Yeah. Funny you should ask at this very second. Somehow it was even dumber than that. Wow. And um, so the other guy that was in the tent, in, in on the joke next to me, he was like pissing himself for the same reasons. <laughs> Who was it? Darren. Oh. Brendan finally comes into the tent and he steps like. To Darren like, alone, giggling. Right. And I thought I'd like totally give Blown up. it by laughing. Right. Because yeah. like. You know, I'm chuckling, the sleeping bag's moving. Like, I'm a big lump in the middle of the sleeping bag. It's got to be pretty fucking obvious anyway. Uh, he steps right between my legs. Whoa, wow. Not That's only, luck. Not only does he do that, See, but he... chance would save you in the 1800s. He bends over. Because my wits like, would like save me. Both of his knees are between my legs. At this wow. Like, he's, like, sitting on it. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I thought he was, like, messing, messing with Messing with me. you, yeah. Then he, like, he basically, like, leans on top of the sleeping oh bag. Oh, my gosh. But, like, with his arms on either side of my body. <laughs> I don't know, like, why would any... Why is this like a Three Stooges movie? Yeah, if you you did it in a Three Stooges thing, you wouldn't believe... That that someone could do that. that, Yeah, you'd be that oblivious to it. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, he's just going to, like, try and scare me or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, what reason would any human being have to get into (laughs) that Sleeping bag like this. Like, on all fours, (laughs) leaning over his sleeping bag. And so I'm like, oh, I'll be... Perfecting my dog impression. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll beat him to the punch. I pop out of the sleeping bag and like try and, you know, scream to scare the shit out of him. That is scary. And he had no idea I was there. What? Like he he was like sitting just in the perfect position to not physically have landed on me. And somehow managed to avoid hearing my laughter and... Because I guess he was well, wrapped up in his Well, I guess it's like the least thing you expect as well. You're not like, oh, I but bet there's someone in my sleeping bag. That, well, that was my initial joke, but I didn't think that after everything that's gone on, he could have possibly... Not realised. Re- yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like lumpy and... I like, don't know, sleeping bags are lumpy, I'm though. I'm giggling and, like, <laughs> it's moving. And I'm, like, you know, trying to contain myself, but not well. <laughs> I love the idea of containing oneself. Yeah. It really makes me laugh more when someone tells me to contain myself. Yeah. So, Just reminds me of putting like a lid on it or something. Yeah. It's the whole containing yourself <laughs> is a hilarious concept. Anyway. Well, I popped out and scared the shit out of him. So he was quite yeah. startled. It was like the hardest I've laughed in like my whole life. <laughs> really? We were all, really? all three of us were just like <laughs> pissing out. So. Was that the hardest you've laughed in your whole life? It was up there, definitely. Really? Yeah. Top three? Probably. What's the hardest you've laughed? Uh, I had a conversation um, at a friend's birthday party recently with uh, Julian when we were trying to work out who would go on the Australian $500 bill if we had one. <laughs> yeah. And we uh, we ended up with hot dogs from the Uplight <laughs> game show, which is an obscure Big Brother contestant. Reference, yeah. yeah. And Corey Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who threw that party. Yeah. <laughs> and refused to take his hat off on today's night. <laughs> Oh, some good stuff. Yeah. So uh, So that was more laughter than the was, sleeping bag prank? That was my most recent hearty laugh. A hearty laugh. But was that more laughter than the sleeping bag prank? Well, again, the sleeping bag was like, we're talking 2000 and 
four here. Yeah, so it was I'd, a while ago. It's I'd, hard to remember how hearty the laugh was. Yeah, from 10 years ago, but uh, I'd say they were both in my top 10. Because I would say one of my heartiest laugh would be our episode in Tokyo yeah. where we're shimmying for a That's cure. That's true. That's definitely in the top 10 as I well. was laughing so hard I couldn't speak. Well, we've got that on record, so I know. You, you can hear it. But I just remember laughing so hard at that that I literally could not choke out words. Like I just yeah. thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And then we like re-listened to it the next day and still still laughed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I listen, I listen to it, or at least half of it back. And you're like, what? Like, at least, I don't know, maybe in the last six months. Yeah. And I was like, it's not as funny as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying it, but it's we were... We so were, funny, I can't say words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was... I think you had to be there, I guess. Yeah. And even we were there, and it's still not yeah, as good. Yeah. Didn't stand the test of time. No. And while we're on um, the topic of our past episodes... <laughs> oh, okay, not just the past. Just the past. Which is general. the fodder for... I don't speak much about the future on the show. <laughs> Hard uh, to get comedy out of it. I'd put the clip last episode of Ian Summerholder. <laughs> I kind of... Oversold that. A little bit. I expected there to be more than a passing reference no. of Ian Summerholder. But it lasted a mere second. Uh, yeah, it was one joke that I must have been super proud of. <laughs> it was still a good clip. <laughs> he merely brushed by our show. Yeah, but I should have gone with the... We've talked about Red Foo a lot more. We have talked about Red Foo a lot. Yeah. I was I, thinking I about Red Foo. Red clip, well, I, I was listening to Red Foo's song this week and I was like, if I didn't know this was by Red Foo, I'd like it, but I don't mm. like Red Foo. Yeah. So I don't like this song. I saw in, I was looking at the Spotify. So um, I was like, oh, good song. And they're like, by Red Foo. I'm like, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I was looking at the Spotify, the Spotify viral 50, Yeah, which is, these are like the 50 songs that Australians are listening to or they have like a UK viral 50 and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's like yet to hit the charts, but probably it, about to. It's a mix of those and um, also movie soundtracks, seemingly. Like <laughs> you can tell that there was a song from Guardians of the Galaxy and you, uh, you know people are like listening to it because it was like in the movie. Like just come out or whatever. Yeah, 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 and like, you know, it's a 30-year-old song, but people were like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. I like That's it. That's awesome. Same yeah. with there was a song from the Inbetweeners movie and you oh. can... You can kind of like pinpoint those pop yeah, culture yeah, moments. Like, I know why people are listening to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, why is this song suddenly popular? Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like, like Abba's dancing queen. Right. <laughs> like we all love a dance and we all love to be 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But why now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had good recommendations for Spotify that I think it was like the Malta. Oh, no, sorry, Morocco, I think. That their playlist was really good. Like, really? A friend told me that. Morocco's viral. Uh, not just viral. They're like... This is their top hits right now. Oh, wow. So Morocco's top 40. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And so Would not have guessed it, I, but I'm pleased to hear it. I had a look at it and it was around Christmas time. Half their playlist was Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Wham! Last Christmas. And wow, that's like, awesome. Like, I, c- I couldn't believe it. Like, if These guys are loving Christmas. Apparently, <laughs> if you put out a Christmas-themed song, Morocco, Morocco will, will lap that put up. Put it on repeat. Every year. Yeah. Especially for like a country in North Africa. I don't know. Yeah. I don't naturally associate Africa with Christmas. I didn't either until now. <laughs> yeah, now I do. Yeah. My mistake, Morocco. Apologies for my stereotyping. Anyway, I never went back to that playlist. Oh, I was like, <laughs> that's a shame. This is desperately underwhelming. Was that friend Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> you should try the Moroccan top 40, Ben. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But my point was, yeah, I saw Red Fruit on the viral list. and I, I like, think you said you saw Red Fruit on, <laughs> on the Morocco's top 40. And I was like, I wouldn't have seen that coming either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't vouch for Redfoo's popularity in Morocco. Yeah, did you feel the same? Could it have been the best song in the world and you'll never know? Yeah, I just refused to listen <laughs> yeah, to it. That's right, I'm like, you irritate I'm like, me. Chances are it's going to be terrible. 
I was like, I actually used to like LMFAO. They used to make me LMF. No, no, no. I never used to make me. I don't know. Chuckle inwardly. The big problem that I had with. That. I wish there was a CI like lol CI. Like, laughed on the inside, chuckled inwardly. We could start it. Yeah. Or like smiled on the inside, Soti. I'll send you um, Soti tomorrow. <laughs> and you can tell me how you feel because I feel All like... Right. It's a bit underwhelming. That's like, what I'm that thinking. joke's better than a Soti. Yeah, just do an emoticon if you're uh, going to do that. I don't know. I like Soti though. But like, you want to yeah, be like... Because I've told it, you about my supervisor at work, right? I don't know. Who's the worst person to go to a comedy show ever. They just like stare blankly. Oh, yeah, basically, because, like, I would say things to her and, like, I was like, you're not a big reactor. And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend said that too. We went to, like, the Melbourne Comedy Festival and everyone else was, like, killing themselves and she's and they were like, didn't you enjoy it? And yeah. she's like, no, I did. And he's like, well, it didn't look like it. He's just like, yeah, I was just smiling on the inside. <laughs> I, I got a similar reaction and people thought that I didn't like the show, like, or a couple of the comedy shows that we went to, but... It was the same thing. Yeah. Like, she was smiling on the inside. Yeah, I went, it's really funny the way she said it as well. She's like, I could tell she genuinely was. She's like, no, I had a good time. I was smiling on the inside. Yeah. Like, that's well, so weird. That's the other thing is like sometimes the it's comedy was just shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, no, but hers was very genuine. I think she genuinely was enjoying it, but just didn't feel the need to display that to the world. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the rest of us unevolved monkeys <laughs> who still use laughter. Well, I went to Anthony Jeselnik's um, stand-up comedy. Yeah. And that was like one of the funniest sets I've ever seen. Yeah. And I rec- it wasn't a big room, mm-hmm. so I, he could definitely see me. Ugh, so he'd be like, wow, I did not wow that guy. I feel like he might have thought that because I wasn't like laughing uproariously. I was just grinning like a fucking idiot. <laughs> like I was I had a smile on my face. I was smiling on the outside. Yeah. Oh, she but I smiles. Wasn't, I wasn't verbalizing or vocalizing uh. that laughter. I was dating this guy who smirks when he's uncomfortable because he doesn't like confrontation okay that does not do you well in a relationship well one with you especially no because i love arguments oh, i thought you hated smirking uh, that too. <laughs> oh my mistake no but do you know how frustrating it is if you're upset or like trying to get your point across and mm. the person's smirking at you it does diminish your point a little yeah i'm like you're being such a jerk it's like i'm not i'm not a jerk <laughs> and was, you're like i think you might know you're being a jerk i'm think, like why are you smirking at me do you think it was out of a nervousness or... Yeah, that's what he said. I'm nervous. Yeah. You're making me anxious because I hate confrontation. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes sense. I wish you'd said that a long time ago because I thought you were just like smirking away thinking what a stupid argument <laughs> or like smirking away like, oh, stupid girl. Yeah. Off yeah. you go. But he was like, no, I was actually really anxious. I hate confrontation. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Because sure he often looked like he was trying to contain laughter and I was like... There's nothing that fuels the fire <laughs> of a woman's scorn. Yeah, you're just going to be throwing uh, throwing fuel on the fire. Oh, it really did feel that way. It felt like he, he, I was lighting a fire and he was, you know, having a petrol fight. <laughs> That's how it felt. It was very Zoolander. But no, he was trying to contain nervous laughter, which I did not realise, unless he used that to get out of it. Well, it was a valid excuse if he didn't. Yeah, he did very well. Because I can understand. Sometimes I, when I'm getting told off, need to laugh just yeah. to, like, get the tension out. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, you're the opposite. You smirk away. Yeah, I think I got a photo with Anthony just on the at the end of the show and told him that I liked it. So. Did he say anything? Like, where? Well, why didn't you laugh? No, he, did, he didn't <laughs> call me out on it. Luckily. What if he did? Like Jerry Seinfeld style. Yeah, you loved it, did you? Where was your laughter? I think I could. Let's roll tape. Yeah, there's you. I would text him uh, smiling on the inside. <laughs> so deep. Yeah, so if you, if you, tomorrow, if you like, oh, hey, what was the show like, Ben? Yeah. As you often do. And I send you a soti. Would you be disappointed? Yeah, that's yeah. not lol. 
Exactly. Because lol's like I laughed out loud. Like that's funny. Yeah. But you know how you sometimes say lol to stuff and it's like, no, you didn't. It's not that funny. But what if I send you like a, a smiley face emoticon? And that's I'll be like, that's not great. I want uproarious laughter emoticon. So what situation Send me the ruffle copter. What situation is a Sochi uh, appropriate? Well, like, you know, when you having a conversation and you say like lol to fill the silence or like someone says something mildly amusing yeah and they and you are both aware it's mildly amusing soji so it doesn't warrant a lol yeah it's not funny enough that i actually laughed out loud but i did enjoy it i just smiled to myself you know how sometimes you're just like huh but people use lol in that situation yeah i know it's too much you think it's dishonest yeah i'm like no you didn't you might have Given a single guffaw. We should be saving it for when you actually do laugh yeah, out loud. Yeah, because I have actually laughed out loud and I have to type ha 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 in capital letters. Yeah, people, that, I think that's why um, Ruffle came into it or literally laughing out loud. Yeah, but that was ridiculous. No one yeah. knows what that means. So I just wrote ha ha. Like I remember one time my friend was writing to me saying go to bed and it autocorrected to get robbed. That was hilarious. <laughs> so, so that deserves actual lol. I was like, ha, ha, but, ha. I was laughing uh, my head off. So but, I wrote capitals, ha, 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 But if people used lol when it was true, then... But if I had written lol, she would have been like, it's funnier than that. Yeah, but if people used lol when it was actually the case, yeah. when they are in fact laughing out loud instead of just like every little thing... Yeah, that's right. Then you were... Uh, you could have written, written I could have it. just written lol and so she would have been like, wow, she's pissing herself over there. You're really saying that not only are we going to introduce Soti, but we can take lol back. Yeah, we can take lol back for its literal meaning. We yeah. don't need to say literally lol because I would assume that lol is literally lol. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because I laughed out loud. It was a really funny situation. Okay, okay. Let's uh, <laughs> kick this off. Right. Before we go, why don't we do one more uh, segment that we haven't done in a while. One, one cheese hill. Cheese hill. So, uh, in this segment, we reenact a conversation from about over five years ago now. Wow. That we had, uh, it was our very first podcast that never made it to air because the audio quality was so horrific and it wasn't all that funny anyway. <laughs> um, we were providing audio commentary for the TV show One Tree Hill. <laughs> I will play the part of Ben and also a bit of narration to what was going on on the screen. <laughs> Vicky, I assume, so I assume you'll be playing the part of Vicky. I will, yep. All right, so uh, I had a 21st birthday invitation. So yeah, this oh, is, yeah, this this is, is a while ago. Almost six years ago. Yeah. There was a photo Over on my... Over six years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right, because this was the year before our actual first podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is over six years ago. Yeah. So uh, I had a 21st birthday invitation on my desk with a photo of our friend Leah as a baby. <laughs> um, and she had hilariously... <laughs> Drawn a party hat on her head in MS Paint. Why do you have creepy Leah baby that way around? That's really weird. It's pretty funny. I wasn't even sure if it was her when I got it. She could have just Google image. Hilarious baby. Yeah, crazy baby, and painted a hat on it. I think she's wearing really wearing that hat. <laughs> no, no, no. I asked her. It's paint. It's not even Photoshop. It's just paint. It's just a really funny photo that looks nothing like her. Well, yeah, obviously she's a baby. <laughs> you can't. You can usually go. It's like her shaped head or something. <laughs> Aw, she's got her own eyes. <laughs> but she's still got those piercings from when she was half. When she was half? Half a year old. <laughs> I thought you meant half her height because she's still really short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the height still looks good. To scale. Yes, it is to scale. Unlike the hat. That hat would topple over a baby. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think it was a large hat. Okay. I think it was three quarters the size of the baby. Well, uh, why would you think that it's her, you know, a real Luya hat that she was wearing? I don't know. I can't believe my thought was that hat would topple over <laughs> I can't believe we waited six years to get that I know. bowled out. I, I enjoyed the final line of that. Yeah. <laughs> what way around did you have it? That was really weird, I wonder. Because I've started off with why if you got that Leo photo that way around. Maybe you thought I should have hidden it towards <laughs> the wall. Maybe. Like Make the baby look at the wall. Yeah, like some <laughs> cursed spirit. Like if we don't look directly into its creepy eyes. <laughs> don't say its name three times. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe um, when you're in someone's house, they're having an affair. They turn all the photos. <laughs> of, I feel like... To be actually do that only in movies yeah. so you know I'm, it's I'm not their wife. I'm thinking of bad boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How like, will people know that's not his wife? Yeah. If he's turning around photos of another right. woman, that will clue them in. So maybe you thought that <laughs> I was dating another baby and you didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> oh, that's the obvious conclusion. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't think of it. And as it was established, it's uh, not okay to date four babies. Not okay. It's it not does, one human. Yeah, it does not equal it. <laughs> Just in case everyone was still pondering that question. And uh, I believe that is where we finish off today. Indeed. So you can get some exclusive content if you go to our Facebook page. Facebook. Facebook. Yes. <laughs> I haven't think about Facebook. What's that? Um, nothing. I just mistype Facebook. And oh, then okay. I think of Springboks and try to think what a Facebook would be like. It should be a brand of Reebok. Like a- ah, see, I thought it was either Facebook for Springboks, which made me laugh. Is that a type of kangaroo? Uh, like it's similar to a deer. It's South African Oh, uh, yeah, animal. yeah, okay. And then I used to think of... Um, <laughs> we should start that site. Yes. Dumbest parody <laughs> site ever. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, look, I befriended Rudolph. <laughs> He's a reindeer fool. What's yeah. he doing on I, Facebook? I feel like all deer could be inclusive. If I don't just even gonna... think a springbok is a deer. I think it's its own species. Like, are you befriending apes on Facebook? It could be the African savannas Facebook, all right, their social fine. network, but the logo is a springbok. Fine. Because I don't think you're, like, how many apes are you, befri- like, chimp chimp Facebooking? Well, I'm not doing it, but maybe no. they could Facebook each other. Yeah, but that's cross-species. It's not like, oh, well, we'll just go with all the, like, monkey-ish things. So you think every species needs its own social network? Well, why do we get our own and they don't? Because we're humans and we're better (laughs) than the rest of the animal kingdom. Well, there you go. You've said it. No. Or I think of Springboks, but with giant human faces on their front that leap towards you. Hmm, Well, this is nonsense. (laughs) Their back is springbok legs and they leap like springboks, but their entire front is like a giant face. So around the African savannah, there would be your face at your height. Yeah. But your back. So you would essentially, your giant face would just leap towards people. I don't know if you know this, but I'm really offended by jokes about springbok. (laughs) I'd really appreciate it if you didn't keep bringing this up. Friendship pessimist. Yeah. What about Facebook, which I just invented? No, I love that. The back end of a springbok and the front end of a human at a giant size. To be honest, I have no idea what you've been talking about for the last two minutes. Really? Imagine your face. You don't need to explain it. The size of your whole body. With a leaping deer attached to the back. Oh, it's perfectly reasonable. And so this deer leaps along the savannah, but from the front, it's just your face bobbing about Africa. Can the deer that <laughs> caught you uh, eating out of the bin join <laughs> Springbok? No, it cannot. Damn it. Would let out my secrets. But you, if you want to get us, you can go to facebook.com slash insane ramblings. Or 
iTunes and uh, rate and review us on there. Subscribe if you want all the new podcasts. You can also email us. You can reach either of us, podcast at insaneramblings.net. Me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. Or you can exclusively email me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. And uh, if you've tried to get through all the spam of Chinese sales adverts that I've got <laughs> lately, just keep sending it and maybe it'll catch my eye because I got a lot of spam. Really? Lately. I haven't got anything, not even spam. I think it's mostly to the podcast email address, uh. so... Yeah, it, it's annoying to say the least. I'm like, ooh, insane <laughs> ramblings. Uh, oh, it's spam. Just trying to. It's probably all those women that you've been emailing off. So you think? So you think if you can you dance that too? <laughs> I, I don't even know what. If you are the one, I don't even know what it says because it's in Chinese. Like maybe it is our Chinese fans, and I can't, I can't even communicate <laughs> with them properly. Can we do a quick "If you are the one" update? I know yep. this is like, you know, controversial doing them during the sign-off, mm. but. If you got to rant about Springboks, <laughs> Facebook. All right, they uh, they added a new contestant. This is a Chinese dating show, by yep. the way. Ben's favorite, also my dad's favorite. Strangely, we got good tastes. Mm, shared. She's got no arms. Oh yeah, he was telling me about this. It's amazing because the second episode she was on, mm. someone chose her as his favorite. Wow. Yeah. Like she was able to do some calligraphy with her feet. That's amazing. And yeah, won him over apparently. Yeah, no kidding. That would get me. So he tried to woo her mm. she turned him down okay she's got no arms so, <laughs> very picky from you're her a no. jerk <laughs> what do you mean you've just established yourself as a jerk so just because she's got no arms she's not allowed to have standards i'm not saying that but she's got really high standards what, this, what? this guy seemed like a catch well she didn't think so yeah evidently but i'm like what are you looking for mm, who there's, knows? there's a lot of girls on that show that you're like rooting for because they're the underdog. Yeah. I think that's what they were going for this. Like, ah, but she's like, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't treat myself like the underdog. I've got value, arms or no arms. Well, most of the other girls who... Uh, Be armed. Well, there's only one without arms, <laughs> but it, it's usually like there's a girl for the sub story about having never had a boyfriend or an overweight girl or something like that. They're going all out and you're like, yes, yeah, so like really they read to the final it. round yeah. and she hasn't buzzed out and all this kind of stuff and then... This girl, you can't feel any of the sympathy because she keeps turning off every guy that she meets. <laughs> she treats herself like a normal human. Who does she think she is? No, she, she, <laughs> she treats herself like all of the other stuck-up Chinese girls on the show. <laughs> so she acts like everybody else. Well, the, problem, the problem with the show is... They're all um, stuck. Yeah, like as soon as you... No one ever dates anyone on this show. Right, Isn't that the point? They just insult the guy and he leaves. Which is why it's an amazing show. I know, I think that's why my dad likes it. Yeah. <laughs> but you, uh, you have 24 girls hmm. and... Um, when one leaves, you replace them with a new girl. Yeah. Sometimes you go to a girl who is just like very easy to, like she's quick to make up her mind. Yeah. Like Apparently good... they wanted a Chinese speaking friend of ours to go on it. Really? Yeah. Like guy or a girl? Girl. Is she going on? No. Why not? She was married at the time they asked. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Always the catch. <laughs> if they're quick to make up their mind, then they find a boyfriend and move on. Yeah. If that girl is replaced with a girl who is... Picky. Very fussy. Ah, you're like, I'm not going to see a new girl for ages. Yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. And so eventually... You're just room the, full of fuss pots. Right. The pool is whittled <laughs> down to 24 girls who don't want to date anyone. <laughs> and that's what you result in. Which, I mean, the good thing is you get so to know... So maybe if you are the one female, contestant's going to ha- start having mysterious accidents. <laughs> but it's, it's quite interesting that the guys are often quite picky as well. Like ah. sometimes they'll get like a girl willing to go with them. Yeah. 
which is amazing. <laughs> Why is that? Are because they, it never happens. Are they all losers? Oh, okay. Well, a lot of them are losers, but... Well, maybe they're not picky. Maybe they're just normies, these girls turning no, it, down. It, it seems like as soon as you agree to go on a date with one of these people, you're basically agreeing to marriage. Whoa. Like, they That's take intense. it really seriously. Yeah, no kidding. And so, like, I don't know why, but they're they're very, like, concerned with their parents' opinions and stuff yeah. like that. So, I guess it's just Chinese values are a bit different. Um, so... They like care about a, their parents, unlike Ben. <laughs> <laughs> in a rare situation where the girl is willing to go off the guy yeah. and she seems pretty, she's got all her limbs, <laughs> and Jeez. he'll still be like, nah, I'm good. It's Whoa. like, what did you come here for? Yeah, what are you on this show for yeah. then? If it's not to pick up one of these women, I cannot understand. I think what happens is at the end of the show, if you don't get a date, you get your email address put out to the world. Yeah, I've seen that. Maybe and that's what they're after. Yeah, like they're like, oh, maybe I'll a foreign get, chick will email I'll me. I'll get like 2,000 emails if I just have my <laughs> address put here. So they just want the exposure more than anything. Wow. So uh, there's flaws in the show, but <laughs> like despite no one getting a date, it makes it's for amazing. great TV. Yeah, oh, it's classic. Yeah. Dad's fave. It's good. It's good. So, uh, my point is. Away oh, Seabird, ha! Away oh, Seabird. Like when you're 40, if you go to the doctor, the doc, guess what? They don't try to fix anything anymore. They stop trying to fix shit. When you get to be 40, they don't, they just go, yeah, it starts to happen. They don't care. <laughs> I went to the doctor because my ankle hurt, right? Now, if you're 20 and you have a bad shoulder, the doctor will reconstruct your shoulder through miracles of modern science. He'll take your ear and make a shoulder out of it. It's weird. <laughs> but when you're 40, they just <laughs> give you no options. They don't care. I went, because my ankle, like I was limping for like a month out of nowhere. And the doctor, he brings me and he shows me an x-ray in my ankle. He's like, yeah, your ankle's just, uh, just worn out. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I injured my ankle? He's like, no, it's just shitty now. <laughs> you just see that dark area? Ugh, it's all hardened. Yeah, they get like that. They're not good anymore. It's in ramblings.